0: This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Crusaders, His newest book, Liars, How Progressives Exploit Our Fear for Power and Control, the man who inspired me uh, to get into radio in the first place, a mentor, role model, Glenn Beck. Glenn, how are you, sir? How you doing, Mike? Good to talk to you. Uh, Glenn, Good be- talk to you. before we get into uh, professional questions here, can I ask you a personal question? So Uh, I am going to become a dad in four weeks.
2: Congratulations.
0: Very excited, obviously. Very excited. So what is your advice to a new dad?
2: Enjoy every single second, even the bad ones, because there will come a time when you... You even miss them vomiting up on you. <laughs> uh, it goes by so fast, Mike. It's phenomenal. Congratulations. I'm Thanks. so happy.
0: No, we're over the moon. What's, um, what's advice on what not to do?
2: Um, maybe carry it around with you. <laughs> um, yep. I, I, you know, I, I have a, I have a, uh, there, the, you know, parenting is a no win situation. If you, if you can't let it go, I mean, you're going to make mistakes. You're going to be, you're going to smother them at times. You're not going to be there uh, at times. And, um, and you just have to do the best you can and let everything else go. Can I tell you? And that's hard.
0: So, I, uh, a couple weeks ago, I uh, went with uh, some friends to a, like a prison ministry group to our prison here in town on the border, and I asked. That we went with a group of sixty prisoners, forty of them serving life sentences, right? Tattoos all over the face, whole thing. And I told them I'm going to be a dad in a couple weeks, and they all lit up. They're plotting. It was awesome. And I said, guys, what's your advice on on being a dad? And they gave the best advice, Glenn. Well, the first guy he rose, raised his hand. He said make up a song that only you and your son know and you can sing it together for the rest of your life together. How cool, right? Like deep, powerful stuff. And one of the guys, he started to cheer up and he said, just be there for your son and said what you just said, do the best you can. It was so powerful because these guys were uh, either speaking based out of regret that they didn't do these things or that these things weren't done for them. And, and I don't know, it was just powerful. It was
2: did any of them say, because this seems like an obvious one, don't end up in jail? That,
0: be present in your kid's life, pretty much. Yeah, I think mean, that's okay. part of it. It okay. goes without saying. Um, All right. What, All right. Uh, <laughs> what makes a man in today's culture, Glenn? Where are we headed culturally? And, and what kind of men do we need to be and do we need to raise?
2: You know, Mike, I think you ask the best questions of anyone in the country, and I mean that. Um, uh, let's see. Um, What kind of men do we need to be? We need to be um, brave and fearless. Uh, We need to be um, uh, fierce. Um, But we also, at the same time, need to be kind and gracious, and um, and uh, humble. Mm-hmm. We need both sides of great men.
0: Who have you met recently that, that fits one of those characteristics? Or all of them?
2: I can tell you a woman that I've met that is, is many of those things. I've had, um, since the, um, since the nomination, um, Carly, Fiorina and I have become friends and, um, I haven't talked about this with anyone. Um, um, but, uh, uh, she is, she is all of those things. She's one of the, uh, the kindest, most thoughtful people. And yet I wouldn't screw with her. Um, uh, she is, she's quite amazing. Another one that I, uh, I met a man that I met who is striving to be these things. Cause it's funny cause we've talked about this and I don't want to get into it cause it was a personal conversation, but, uh, Mel Gibson.
0: Yep. I heard you talk a little bit hard, about it. Yep.
2: Yeah. Working hard to be a good man, mm. a really good man.
0: And that growth is the most important thing, obviously. Yeah. Um, culture like what i I keep going back and forth on this. I keep going back and forth with, our culture slipping away from us, but like I don't even know what that really means, and then I think, well, no, it's not. am I just thinking it is or isn't, or isn't it, and what does that mean? like our culture slipping away? like can you even help me define those words and and that feeling that I think a lot of people have?
2: Yeah, I think it is slipping away, but not in the way people think. Um, uh, The American culture used to be truth, justice, and the American way. Um, And the American way used to be you lift yourself up by your own bootstraps. You can make it. Um, um, You know, that's why Amway uh, was called Amway. It was make a good product for, uh, you know, less uh, and and make your own way in the world and and become wealthy by doing good for other people, um, and uh, that used to be our culture: truth, justice, the American way, kindness, decency, mm-hmm. innocence. Innocence is a big one. Oh, what do you mean? We that? were what? That,
0: that's a tough one. What do you mean by that?
2: We're the only um, the only country in the Western world, really, that hasn't had. Some sort of uh, Gestapo or KGB spies, and um, um, at, at every other country, at some point they have had you know the Inquisition or neighbors turning against neighbors, turning them into the state, mm. things like that. The only brush we had with that was in the fifties with um, uh, with uh, communism, but that was really pretty much over pretty quickly and and over with uh, with Hollywood only and because of that, what America always was to people they'd always come over and they'd say, you guys are so trusting, you're so nice, you're, you're so kind um, yeah, because we liked everybody and we trusted everybody and we had this innocence to us. I think all that's being lost. I I I don't know if I even trust the goodness in most Americans anymore. I, I, I don't I, I don't know who we are anymore.
0: This leads into the, the professional question I had for you. Um, so let me do one question before I get to that. Uh, when you endorsed Cruz, by the way, I was a Cruz delegate in California. Um, wow. When you endorsed Cruz, which is fine, obviously, did you sit down and do any calculus uh, about... Not only doing that, but any potential alienating of Trump voters. Does that make sense? Like, is there, was there a line?
2: Yeah, no, it wasn't Trump voters that I was worried about. It was all voters that I was worried about. I mean, the business side of me, I did sit down with my business partner, but, you know, I made the decision first, and then I sat down and I said, I made this decision. I want to talk to you about it. I'm, I'm not diehard in it if it's, if it's totally deadly. And he said, it's not totally deadly, but it's probably deadly. And uh, um, he said, um, you know, Why? you've never done this before. Why? And I said, because I, I think this is the best guy I've seen in my lifetime and we are at the worst time I've seen in my lifetime and I I just think that somebody's got to stand and nobody will and I can't, I can't, um, as a citizen, I can't uh, not do all that I can do. If he, If he loses the nomination and I went out and I, I did all I could. I'm okay with that. I can live with that. I can't if he loses the nomination, and I could have done something. So when he lost, I, I was shocked by the American people, but I understood it and I was I was fine with it. Um, what I was the calculus that I missed was quite honestly the tactics of the alt right and the and really the Soros people. Um, Uh, You know, all of that stuff, all the he's crazy, he's drunk, um, he's a failure, his business is dying. All of those things happened to me when I was at Fox, funded by George Soros. And we know it was actually funded by George Soros now because of WikiLeaks. Um, So all of those things were a thing of the past. And I was shocked to see how quickly uh, Trump and his surrogates, um, picked up where George Soros left off.
0: I'll I'll be blunt because we've known each other a long time, Glenn. Um, one thing to be positive for Cruz, but were the negative things said about Trump too harsh to the point of alienating listeners unnecessarily?
2: Oh, you're asking me if I could go back and do it all over again? Maybe. Um yeah i think you know yes um i think i don't think i said anything about donald trump that i think is untrue did i um did i express it poorly yeah um and it's why honestly why when sean hannity is yelling at me and saying i'm going to hold you responsible and everything else i understand that i i i was angry at the time when, when Cruz when my guy was losing and I thought he was the right guy, I completely underst I, I completely understand what he's going through right now because I already went through it. And um you know, I, I was angry at the time as well. And so yeah, did I say things? Sure. Am I am I past that? Yeah. Uh I'm not past getting beaten in the head, but that's okay. <laughs> the, the 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 um uh the the, the question is we're going to need each other no matter who wins in uh, November yes and can we find a way back to each other uh, I hope so um, I hope so
0: this, this so a second ago you said you talked about um, you know, t- trusting each other and maybe even I, I see turning against each other right like as, as you're just speaking on are you disappointed in people because i see a lot of your fan and listeners online whatever a bunch of trolls who knows but i'm never listening to you again and say these horrible things like you said uh are you disappointed in people throughout this process no
2: i tell you mike my i mean i don't you know don't believe all the things that you read my audience is up by 25 percent up
0: why do you think 25 why do you think that is i don't
2: know (laughs) i don't know I, I, i i really don't um uh, I, I, I don't know, maybe because what I'm saying on the air now, I'm the only one now saying it, um, at least nationally. Um, uh, but I, I, I don't I don't know what I am disappointed in is if and I can't tell the difference between the ones that are real and the ones that aren't. There are fans that hate my guts now, and, and that's fine. And I'm sorry I didn't. That wasn't my intent. But. Um, you know i'm I'm disappointed in those fans who say i've changed mm. Mike, do you think i've changed
0: uh no, I think mean, you've doubled down <laughs> and applied
2: yeah i mean i've just these are the things that i've said for when this time comes you're going to have to be prepared to do these things and be this kind of person and you're going to be left alone and you're going to be a pariah and people are going to hate you and you have to respond back with love and you're going to make mistakes and you know you might get lost but get back on the track and and um, you know be a shelter and be someone who says don't go that way good God don't go that way so this is what these are all the things I said were coming and anybody who actually listened to me and was actually a fan and actually believed me um that um it's not you, you don't totalitarianism doesn't come dressed uh you know as uh as uh, Eva Peron or or uh, Mussolini it, it comes dressed like Hillary Clinton or Donald Trump uh, and then it's, it's made rational because of a massive economic disruption uh, and war or terrorism. Well, all of those things are on the horizon. And, um, and, you know, do we have two leaders that have the principles and the steel spine to say, I don't care what anybody says. We're doing this the right way, not the easy way. We're following the Constitution. That's hard. That's hard because any and this is why I said to every candidate I interviewed, you realize the next president is probably going to have to be Abraham Lincoln. And they all understood that. Now, I never got a chance to talk to Mr. Trump, but uh, they all said that. And uh, I don't think Donald Trump would understand that um, because he would I think he would see if it was set in today's world abraham lincoln as weak um and uh, you know that means that you have to be a peacemaker first you know he was preaching peace and let's get back together and let's yeah. come together we can't let the union split over this we've got to be together he was firm on what he was firm on but he did everything he could to keep the union together both sides are dividing and um And and not trying to make peace. Um, And and meanwhile, I'm getting hammered for saying, let's listen to each other. Let's just listen to each other. Don't have to agree with one another. Let's just listen to each other and stop calling each other names.
0: That that was your New York Times article. Yeah, that was your New York Times opinion piece the other day, or yesterday, today. Um, yeah. about that, and which is, there's nothing in there that, you, that anyone could be critical of. And, and you're not saying you got to come to this conclusion, just listen, and there's nothing wrong with that, obviously. Last question right. for you, I Glenn. Said, been,
2: I even, I even I, said in that article, uh, I don't agree with yeah. them. <laughs> I don't.
0: <laughs> what uh, You've been super generous, Glenn. Last question. Uh, you love pivot points. You've talked about pivot points your entire career, um, and I use that in my personal life, too, when I'm talking to people. What's your pivot point? Um, is there any pivot point that you could see coming that would make you uh, support Trump, and I don't. Need, I don't think it needs to be a Trump pivot point, but a cultural pivot point, a country pivot point, an internet. I don't know something.
2: Why do you? Well, let me ask you. Oh, this. I'm not why saying I think-
0: want you to. I'm not saying I want you to. Oh, just no, no,
2: no. But I know to, to be able to understand um, where you're coming from. Why do you think I'm against him?
0: Because he if. If, when the bad thing happens, like when you have the economic collapse, that he will be extra constitutional and all powerful.
2: Uh, yes, and and that that coupled that time coupled with a total lack of humility and charitable decency, mm-hmm. um, uh, and so. I can't see myself supporting him because I don't think he has at his core. Mm. For instance, I really disagreed with Mitt Romney, but at his core, I believed he was a decent honest man. Yeah. I thought he was, you know, practically Hillary Clinton in a dress. <laughs> um I mean in pants, but um he is um, uh, he was a good, honest, decent, caring man. Yeah. I don't think either of these candidates are good, honest, decent people. I don't. Yeah. I think they are I think they're self-serving. So is there something that could happen? Uh, yeah, all, all of our problems could go away, and we wouldn't have any serious bumps in the road. And then I could say, all right, well, (laughs) you know, it doesn't matter what they're going to do. But I think both of these guys are going to um, are going to put our country on a direction that we're not going to like 10 years from now.
0: Glenn Beck, the book is Liars, How Progressives Exploit Our Fears for Power and Control. Uh, Glenn, let's talk again, obviously, and uh, keep it up, sir.
2: Thanks, man. Appreciate Appreciate it. Glenn
0: Beck, right there.
2: The Blaze Radio Network.
1: The last time you purchased your mattress, you were also paying for things you didn't know. You're paying for the showroom. You're paying for the guy's salary who helped you, the commissions, and the reseller's profit. Casper mattress has changed all of that. They sell directly to you. That's why the most comfortable mattress you have ever slept on is going to save you a ton of money cost you much less than the mattress you bought years ago casper was invented with two high-tech foams that guarantee that you sleep cool and comfortable with the support that you need also time magazine because of this named it one of the best inventions of 2015 and your casper mattress ships free and is delivered in a small really honestly how did they do that kind of box Tanya and I have a Casper mattress, and we love it. Try one in your own home for a hundred nights, risk-free. If you don't love it, they're going to pick it up and refund every single penny. And right now, you can get fifty dollars off of the purchase of any mattress by visiting Casper.com/glen. Use the promo code Glen at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. Casper.com/glen.